Hello and welcome to today's episode where I have a special guest, Beth Chisholm. Did I pronounce your name right? You got it. Oh, good, 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 good. Okay. I practice, I practice. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Beth is a life coach. She is a member of the Emotional Freedom Techniques International, which is also known as EFT, which we sounds familiar. And you are certified, you have a certification in biofly tuning. Am I pronouncing that right? Biofield. Biofield. I brought one of my tuning forks up with me so everybody could see tuning forks. Oh, yay. Okay. Mm So I I must have typed that wrong. Sorry about that. And then you also are a tapping out trauma certification practitioner, which we are going to talk about more, right? Yeah, for sure. So, and thank you so much for joining or being here today. Thank and you for inviting me, Lisa. Yes, I know we we've talked before, and and we both have the same mindset that we want to get tools out there that are going to help people, whether it's in their healing journey and or growing journey. Sure. And so, let's start. Why don't you tell me a little more about yourself and your healing journey as well? Sure, I'd love to. Um, for most of my life, I was a stay-at-home mom. It was a job I absolutely loved, but. I worked myself out of a job because my kids grew up. My daughter's 32. My son is 25. I have a two-year-old grandson and they don't need you in the same way. So my husband kept saying, what are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? And I'd been volunteering at the local middle school and I was running the breakfast program. And I absolutely loved my breakfast program. We got the kids involved. We got the community involved. We did fundraising. Like it was a phenomenal place to set students up for success for their day. And we fed them macaroni and cheese for breakfast and tacos and stuff. It was a really creative, interesting place. I became friends with the principal there and she gave me a forum to be able to be creative and to express things and to lead in a way I'd never led before. And I'm like, this is really cool. And she saw things in me that I didn't even know were there. So when I would go to her and say, I've got an idea, she was like, we'll find a way to make it work, Mrs. Chisholm. And it was just such a beautiful outlet for things I didn't know I could do and for a freedom for creativity. Loved it. Um, she came to me one day and she said she was um, moving. She was leaving her husband and I offered to help her because we'd become friends. And it was the middle of the week and most of her friends were teachers. They couldn't come. And I helped her move out of her, her marital home. We went back a few days later and her husband was waiting for her and he killed her when she entered the house and he allowed me to run with my life mm. he allowed me to escape, which is a miracle of it all of its own but I was left with how do I move past this <sighs> how do I not be consumed by this because as you can imagine it turned my life upside down mm-hmm. and everybody you got the standard advice I got lots of advice from people yeah. who never unsolicited really- <laughs> right Mm-hmm. And from people who had never overcome anything. I'm like, okay, yeah. when you've had some hard stuff, come talk to me. Right. So for seven years, I tried absolutely everything. Acu- I didn't do drugs because my body's don't, my body doesn't like drugs. I can't even do cough medicine. Nothing. <laughs> Sounds like, like me. I'm, I'm a delicate girl. Yeah. Delicate <laughs> flower. Right. Yeah. And that's why I was drowning under the weight of fear and anxiety and mm-hmm. the PTSD and trauma. It was yeah. dragging me around literally by my hair. Um, I tried uh, acupuncture. I tried two, three years of talk therapy. It gave me lots of tools and mm-hmm. labels, but it didn't really solve anything. I was still afraid. I And the scenario was she opened the door and he was there. So I couldn't open doors Ooh. that I didn't know who was behind it. I, get, I just got the chills. Right? Yeah. 
And so I happened to be, I thought, well, I'm going to be a life coach because I love working with people. Mm -hmm. I love meeting people. And um, it was at one of the training courses where the facilitator said she was introducing herself and she said she's discovered tapping and it really helps with her anxiety. I'm like, oh, please tell me more. Mm -hmm. She gave me the base information um, and she sent me to um, Nick Ortner, the tapping solution and the work that they do. And I downloaded their book and began to tap. And I'm like, seriously, this is going to help me. But I was working, I was life coaching somebody who was in a really bad way. She couldn't get out of bed. She was anxious. She was depressed. Mm -hmm. It was a mess. I said, do you want to try this? I didn't really even know what I was doing. Down the 10 points and we started doing it. Within three months, she was so much better. She was out of bed. She was back to work by that fall. And life was totally different from her for her. I'm like, oh yes, we got to keep. And in the meantime, I'd been doing some of my own work. I'm like, yeah. So I went and I found a trainer. I got certified in it. And I began to work with a bunch of really cool um, practitioners because while this is empowering, you can do this anywhere, anytime on your own. And there's stealth tapping that you can do. So nobody needs to know what you're doing. Your hands can be on your lap while you're squeezing the sides of them. One of the theories is people bite their nails so that they can get to the points on the side of the nail. For oh, interesting. Our subconscious knows that this is where relief is. So it encourages us to bite our nails. So that, so the tapping, it does matter where you tap, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There are specific points that it's like pressure points are like, right? Yeah. It's based on the Chinese meridian system that they've known for thousands of years. And what tapping does is it combines the Chinese meridian system with the Western talk therapy. So you state your problem, I'm anxious, I'm anxious, you locate it in your body. It's really important because Mm -hmm. this is a somatic technique. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. So what happens is our body holds onto our experience. Mm -hmm. Especially anxiety, especially anxiety. Yes, Mm -hmm. because a thought becomes a feeling, a feeling becomes a body sensation. Absolutely. Until we can find a way to release it from our bodies, there's a really good book by Vessel van der Kolk called The Body Keeps the Score. And he Mm -hmm. talks about how um, the body stores things that have happened to us. So we need something that Mm -hmm. is a complete approach. Not only it can be verbal, it doesn't have to be. You can address stuff without talking about it. Right. So talk and a somatic in your body experience. And once I began to work with practitioners and I did a ton of work on my own, which is the cool thing about EFT, it's empowering. You can Mm -hmm. work on a lot of your own issues unless they are big things. I tried to work on them. The death of my friend by myself was a bad idea. Yeah. Big things. You can re-traumatize yourself and you can't the safe space for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why I've worked with a lot of different practitioners. And I would work with one for a while and I'd go to another one and I'd go to another one. Right. And all of that has resulted in a miraculous healing. Right. I have heartburn that was off the charts. Nothing touched it. None of the drugs, nothing ever worked. It felt like my esophagus was wide open and the flames were shooting out. Yep. Cleared off the tra- that trauma plus the trauma of my youth. I had a an abusive and neglectful childhood. Mm-hmm. And as I began to clear off all of that, suddenly my stomach didn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Suddenly I didn't have heartburn anymore. I'm like, oh my gosh, it works. 
So when I say to people, it works, it's not just a theoretical, yeah, I read a bunch of stuff and other people's testimonies and they say it works. No, I can tell you that it works for me. I'm living proof that you do not have to be dragged around by your trauma. You do not have to live with the filter of life is unsafe. And for me, that was the filter I was running. Mm -hmm. Life is unsafe. Men are unsafe. And my anxiety always chugged Mm -hmm. along here. And a little thing would happen. And Lisa, it wouldn't be anything significant. Mm -hmm. I can't find my purse. Mm -hmm. What's up? beside me but because I couldn't see it and I was already a mess that little trigger yes was enough now to send me drowning and how do you reset that until I learned how to tap I didn't know how to reset it sleep right. sometimes helped like you could go to bed and that sort of reset it back to this baseline but I didn't want to live with this baseline and mm-hmm. I knew there had to be a way um Marie Forleo is a life coach and a, an amazing teacher. And, and one of the things she says that it really resonated with me is everything is figure outable. I loved that. There yeah. has to be a way to get past this mm-hmm. that doesn't involve drugs because I'm they don't work for me. So right. I'm like, there has to be something I can do. And I'm like, okay, Lord, whatever it is, you got to send this to me because I'm desperate. And he sent me tapping. And then he sent me uh, tuning forks. Uh, I was at an EFT conference and um, this woman was doing a seated chair with a tuning fork. And I'm like, will you do that for me? And so she did. And I said to her when she was doing it, I'm like, do you want to know what I want you to work on? She goes, no, don't tell me. I didn't <laughs> know this woman. She was brand new to me. She's also an EFT practitioner. And after she did the one side, because we're essentially a giant instrument, our bodies vibrate. Mm-hmm. At and when that rhythm yep. is distorted, how do we bring it back into a beautiful, coherent sound? Tuning forks. And our our rhythm extends out six feet. So when there's something mm. in that area, and we know that it's six feet because science tells us I could measure your heartbeat from six feet away if I had the right machine. So that's how we can prove scientifically how big our energy field is. Right. And when she got to the far side, she goes, what are you noticing? I'm like, oh gosh, my cheeks are on fire. And this is the stomach points. They end here in the Chinese meridian system. And she goes, well, my stomach hurts because when you're tuning somebody, you can take on what's happening in their body. Sure. After that session, she finished the session. My stomach was better than it had ever been in my whole life. And that was just with a 45 minute tuning session. I'm like, okay, we need to add this to my tool belt. (laughs) And the amazing thing is you can do it virtually. I don't have to be with you to tune you. We can do it over Zoom. All of my stuff is done in Zoom. I don't don't have an in-person practice. I only do in-person for family and friends. But everything is done in Zoom, so I can work with anybody, anywhere, anytime and have incredible results. That's awesome. You know, you brought up a couple things. One of the things that you were talking about is the the anxiety and just feeling like you're right here all the time. And I totally can re- I can totally relate to that because I I was living in survival mode. Yeah. I didn't realize it. I, looking back now and and yeah. gone through my healing, when I look back. I was in, I called it survival mode, which meant my anxiety was always right here. Right. And just like you, some little thing would set me off and anybody else would be like, it's okay. Your purse is around here somewhere. Relax. And I'm hitting the roof, hitting the roof, you know, and, and it, it, and I just, it was such a part of me. I, I think back on it and it's like, I, that's just how I reacted. And I didn't think it was wrong. 
No, it, it just becomes normal to us. Yeah, totally normal. And so getting that anxiety down. So when something does, and God forbid something big happens, right? Then you're just, I mean, I was always able to function. I was never someone that froze. Mm -hmm. Um, I would get through the crisis and then fall apart after that's, that was me. Right. Um, but, but getting that down and getting that anxiety down and, and like you say, empowering yourself that you can do this in the moment when you're feeling that Mm-hmm. And getting that calmed down so that when something does happen, you can be so rational right. and think clear because you're not thinking clearly when you're oh, no. all over the place like that, right? You're not because when you're triggered, it's the subconscious and the amygdala is now in charge. That right. system we have that's responsible for our fight or flight takes our thinking prefrontal cortex brain offline. Right. So it, it's done. It's gone. You cannot access. You can't that. control it. And you can't know when you're in that place, there's no bringing it down no. like that. No, and not without a good tool. Isn't it wonderful when somebody says, Oh, just calm down. It's fine. Oh, that will, <laughs> that'll, that'll take me over the top. <laughs> Tell me to calm down when I'm upset. Do not do that. <laughs> you thought I was gone before. Yeah. I'm gone you, see further now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and absolutely. So yeah. That, that prehistoric system was created to keep us safe. So sure. out in the tundra for our ancestors thousands of years ago, they needed that reaction system Correct. to run the, the saber-toothed tiger. With that exact same reaction system is what we still have. It hasn't evolved. It hasn't changed. So how do we access that? How do we tell that subconscious part of us, the amygdala, that, hey, it's okay. You do not need to do this. But even more importantly, when you tap and when you do your healing work, it changes your triggers so you aren't responding to those mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. But what would have triggered you before, the missing purse, mm-hmm. oh, oh no, there it is. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. You end up showing up totally differently in the world. It's it's just so freeing. I got up this morning and I, and I was just having a moment of gratitude because mm-hmm. I no longer carry that kind of baggage. I no longer have the anxiety humming along. I have room in my window of tolerance. This is where they call it the window of tolerance. And this is where your responses and your stuff is. I have room in my window of tolerance for stuff to happen because it's not so full of junk that when something happens, uh, I'm over the top because it's full, it's exploding. That's a great example. Mm -hmm. I have lots of room to be able to manage my day-to-day life and to be able to handle things. It's so incredible. Lisa. Yes. Yeah. I, I totally, I totally can relate. I can totally relate. Yeah. Um, you know, the other thing you were mentioning too, and this is interesting about the, the tuning, the tuning yeah. fork, you know, I learn. I I've always loved music. I've, I, and, and, and music makes me emotional. Music can bring me to tears and music can make me angry. It's my son's music. He knows that I told him that it's so funny. He listens to music and it's so, and I never realized it until I actually heard, I came home one day and my, my son's a good kid. Don't get me wrong. And he had the stereo black. That's what I did. Um, Oh, but the music, I walked in the door and I'm like, honey, you need to turn that off now. Like I went from calm to angry. Like it it was just the, the, the music. But, you know, certain music makes me cry. And, you know, I was singing a song yesterday and my, my husband looked at me, he goes, I can tell this song's getting to you. What's going on? You know, and, and it brings up emotion um, sure. and it can be healing. And, and I just learned over like the last year about, I don't know how to describe it better than what you were saying, but the, t- the tune healing you and, mm-hmm. and we are, we're energy and, and, we, and it, I totally get it. I'm still learning more about it. 
but I totally agree with it. And, and, and helping getting your body calm down. I mean, our bodies are so complex, right? We're still learning more and more about it all the time. For sure. We are definitely complex creatures. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's amazing when we get a tool that seems so silly, like I'm like, seriously, this is gonna really, and yet it's amazing what it does. Tuning, um, EFT has been around for over 30 years. And at the, at the beginning of it, um, that the practitioners would say it works, trust me, but there was no science. There was no studies. There was nothing oh. done to be able to prove to the scientific community, Hey, it works and we can prove it. Um, there's two major researchers now, one in the U S and one in Australia, and they've done tons of studies. The one out of Australia stumbled onto it by accident or by design by lead. She was led there. Um, she was running groups for bulimics and um, anorexics. And there's not very many tools to help them. And a colleague came to her and said, I discovered this thing and it's a little weird. And as soon as you say weird to a PhD professor researcher, she turns you out. Mm -hmm. Well, she was at a group and he was there helping her facilitate. And a woman showed up and she was totally dysregulated. Like she's freaking out. And he said, I got this. He took her aside, took her into the room. 15 minutes later, she was back and she was smiling and laughing. And she's like, what did he do? Did he slip or some Ativan or something? <laughs> Afterwards, she asked him about it. And he said, no, it's that weird thing I keep trying to tell you about. She's like, okay, tell me more. So she started, she decided that this was going to be her research. She was going to research tapping for food issues. And she's done a ton of it. And I think for her first one, her professor said, sure, go for it. I don't think anybody will sign up. She got over 350 people for the very first one because people were desperate. Yes. Something different mm -hmm. that might actually address their food addictions, their sugar addictions, their overeating, their undereating. And she has had phenomenal research, phenomenal results. So she has published a ton of research and she and Dawson Church out of the U.S. are working now to get... EFT listed with the American Psych Psychiatric Society. And once that happens, then we'll suddenly have legitimacy. Then it'll suddenly be an approved tool for people to be able to add to their toolbox instead of this weird thing that has no research, no proof behind it. Mm -hmm. Suddenly we'll have credibility and we'll all be able to go, we told you so. Well, that's interesting because, um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to read up on some of those studies because that's really interesting. Yeah. About for Patty Stapleton is the researcher out of Australia who's done quite a bit of work um, in her lab. She asked, she said, Lord, I would like an fMRI machine to see what's going on in the brain when we're tapping. Oh, yeah. And the next day, somebody, a colleague called her and said, Hey, I got an fMRI machine that isn't being used. Do you want to use it? Like, yes, of course I do. So she've done all of these functional MRI images to see what lights up in the brain and where it lights up when we're tapping. And one of the coolest things she discovered is the same areas of the brain light up when you tap as when you think about tapping. So you do hmm. not, yeah. You don't have to have the actual physical tap. Right. You do not have to physically do it. You can just lay in bed and go through the points in your mind and it the same areas of the brain light up. There's so much about the brain oh, that yeah. we don't understand. And the brain body connection medicine mm -hmm. treats it all separately. The mm -hmm. body is one thing, the brain is something else. It's not. There's a beautiful symbiotic connection happening there. And we're just beginning to understand a tiny little bit of it. 
You know, yeah. And the very point you were bringing up earlier, which I know to be true as well, is this stuff gets stored in our body. It's not, it's not, we can't think our way out of this. Mm -hmm. It is stored in our body. And, and I'm realizing that more and more with myself and, and the trauma being held in my body and you, you can release it and be free from it for sure. And so that's what you're doing. Yeah. That's the most important thing that I want to make sure people understand that there's hope that you do not have to stay the way that you are. Yeah. It's scary to change. Your subconscious is going to want you to stay the way that you are because your subconscious, which is in charge of you 95% of the time. Think about that. We think we're making cognitive decisions. We think we've got a plan. We're going forward. And your subconscious is back there going, (laughs) sure. You make all those plans. You declare, I'm not going to eat that bag of cookies tonight. And then you get up off the couch in the bag. <laughs> because you're running a program <laughs> from the past that yeah. makes you eat the cookies and food does what it does it, when you eat the sugar it releases the endorphins and you feel better it's really short-lived though you eat the cookie release the endorphin you feel better oh that was good let's do that again eat the cookie release the endorphins you feel better how do you break that cycle so that you're not doing that so it's not such a habitual thing well your subconscious is what you need to reach into mm-hmm. to make the actual changes Correct. It's, it's so powerful. The things that I've seen, I've, I've been working with someone who um, had a really traumatic childhood and um, I was very new at what I was doing. And initially he's like, this won't work for me. And I knew him fairly well. I'm like, well, let's test that. And tapping works really well for limiting beliefs. So we just, this won't work mm-hmm. for you. No, this will not work for me. It will not work for me. And we found it in his body and we, we measure, you measure everything zero to 10. So you can see progress. Mm -hmm. And suddenly he stopped tapping and he goes, that's not true anymore. I can't say that. And then we started working together and he's come so far that now he's going to, he's training to be an EFT practitioner. Look at that. Wants people to have the hope that he didn't have for such a long time. He didn't think there was any way past his, his gut issues, his throat issues his all his digestive issues, his bowel stuff. He didn't yeah. think there was any way he would ever be free of this. And now he's he's probably 75% free of the stuff that was hanging him up, hanging him up physically. And so he wants to give that gift to everybody else. You do oh. have to stay the way that you are. Yeah, there is hope out there for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us more about the tuning fork. I think you wanted to try something out on us for everybody uh, yep, to try. Well, not with the tuning forks. We're going to try oh. it with um, EFT. We're going to oh, do a. Got it. We're going to do a little. Um, de- Let's try this. I want you all to try it at home. You can follow along with us. So this is called the nine gamut. And what I first want you to do is there's a space in the back of your hand between the knuckle of your pinky and the knuckle of your ring finger. And if you feel in there, it's this soft, fleshy spot. You can mm-hmm. do either. But it doesn't matter, Lisa. Okay. And I want you either. You can hold on to it. You can tap it. You can rub it, whatever feels comfortable. You're going to put the hand over your heart and then you're going to do, yep. Then you're going to um, massage, tap, rub the nine gamma point. And while you're doing that, I want to lead you through some exercises and I'll tell you the reason why for some of it after we're done. Okay. So keeping your head perfectly still as you're holding onto or rubbing your gamut point, I want you to look hard down to the right. Oh, wait, forgot something, Lisa. Hold on. I first want you to do a body scan. I want you to go through your body 
and notice what it's telling you. And if your body's got a message for you, maybe your throat is tight, maybe your stomach's clenched, maybe your toes are curled up because you're nervous. Whatever it is, I want you to notice it and measure it zero to 10. Zero, it's gone. 10, it's like, oh my gosh, my stomach is in such knots, it's awful. So, so I feel I feel tightness up in my um like up in here. Like okay. In my, mm-hmm. What number would you give it? Zero to ten. And first mm-hmm. number that comes to mind. Five. Five. Okay. And the reason why we want the first number is because that's your subconscious. That's your subconscious mm-hmm. giving you the information that you need. If you're thinking about it, you're getting it out of your prefrontal cortex, and it is not in charge. We already said that. Right. Your subconscious is in charge ninety-five percent of the time. So go with whatever comes first. So okay. we've got a shoulder neck issue, mm-hmm. and it feels like a five. Okay. Mm-hmm. So holding your head perfectly still and holding onto your gamma point, I want you to look hard down to the right. Come back to center. I want you to look hard down to the left. Come back to center. I want you to roll your eyes slowly clockwise. Back to center. I want you to roll your eyes slowly counterclockwise. Back to center. I want you to take a nice deep breath. We're going to go in through your nose, out through your mouth, down into your belly, as deep as you possibly can. Let me try again. Yep. Because when we're anxious, we breathe in the top part of our lungs. One more. Before I stop breathing. (laughs) Oh, that's not good. Now I'd like you to hum for me. Row, row, row your boat. I'd like you to count backwards by twos from 10 to zero. 10, 8, 6, 4, 2, 0. What's three times three? Six, nine. What's, <laughs> what's three times four? Three times four is 12. What's um, two times eight? 16. Four times one? one uh, four. <laughs> and I'd like you to hum, row, row, row your boat again. Okay, I want you to check in with that feeling you were having in your neck and your shoulders. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Isn't that amazing? It's yeah. gone. I yeah, it's like that was the only thing on my body that I could feel was kind of eh, is yeah. gone. It's completely yeah. gone. That's so EFT works on physical issues, it works on emotional issues. We've been using it on pain. There's a woman um out of the US who is a big proponent of using EFT for pain. She was working in a pain clinic. She's an EFT master. She's been doing it for 50 years, I think. And 50? 50. Yeah. Wow. She's been doing it. No, sorry, 25. She's been a counselor for 50. She's been EFT for 25. And she works in a pain clinic teaching them how to mm. naturally relieve pain without opioids. And she's become very passionate about pain relief after yes. she had two clients who both buried their children due to the opioid epidemic, they OD'd. And she's yeah. like, we have to get this out there to teach people how to alleviate their pain so they aren't continually suffering. And it's it's phenomenal stuff. So what we did there is the gamut point mm-hmm. is a straight shot to your amygdala. So say you're in a meeting with your boss mm-hmm. and you know it's going to be a little bit contentious. 
you can have your hands underneath your desk or in your lap and you can be holding on, mm-hmm. you know, tapping or anything. You can just be holding on to this gamut point and it's sending the signal to your amygdala. Hey, we're safe. We're calm. Everything's good. So that's part of the stealth tapping that we're talking about. You can be doing this. You can also, if you're whatever feels right for you, because it's just like with drugs, what works for you doesn't work for me or it works different for mm-hmm. me. Take Advil, you take Tylenol. That's what works better for your pain. Right. So with tapping, something will really resonate for you and your subconscious and your body. And it may not work for me. My son-in-law loves to do this one and this one together. Mm. And you can, you can, you can shake it up. And I'm like, well, this really doesn't do anything for me. But for him, this really, this is his jam. He's like, yep, ah, this is good for me. Mama. So that calms them down. Yeah, that really calms them down. So you can be squeezing under here. If you're on, if you're on transit, public transit, maybe you're Mm -hmm. in New York and somebody's going off like a rocket, you can be holding onto this as you're running away. So you can do this, your hands, you can also be doing the finger squeezing as you're sitting on the, in the meeting with your hands underneath the table and you can do all of the fingers or you Mm -hmm. can just pick one and hold onto it. Is it the same thing? Is it yeah, the same, same effect? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A um, lot of these are the um, end, meridian endpoints that also go to your fingers. Oh, so, yes. Okay. so yes, you're affecting the same thing. So yeah, there's a lot of stealth tapping you can do if you're in a stressful situation, but, or with COVID, we did not want to be sitting in public transit doing any of this. And maybe we still don't want to be doing it for flus and things like that. Yeah. Excuse me. You can be doing all sorts of stuff like this that nobody nobody will see they won't know and yeah but you're still regulating yourself and once you become regulated you can begin to think the prefrontal cortex comes back online and you can come up with creative interesting solutions that you couldn't access before because you were totally offline and dysregulated so when we were doing that we've engaged we brought both part of your brain engaged in the process And when we hum, there's something called the vagus nerve and it's part Mm -hmm. of the cranial nerves and it runs from your brain down through your vocal cords. It runs behind your ears, down through your vocal cords. And it literally, it's called the wanderer and it wanders through most of the organs in your body. And it's also responsible for fight or flight. So when you hum, it activates the vagus nerve and says, hey, everything's okay. Mm, Everything's fine. You do not need to be freaking out. Mm, There's lots of courses you can take Mm -hmm. online on working with the vagus nerve and how to calm it down and how to reset your fight or flight response. Yeah. I had actually um, saw someone else. I saw, I think it was on social media, uh, another doctor that was talking about the very thing, the humming for the vagus nerve and getting you calmed down. Yeah. And I'd forgotten about that until we just did our little thing. And that's true. Mm -hmm. Hmm. There's another really cool one. If you take your middle finger and you put it behind your ears into that little divot, and then you put your hands onto your throat. I actually have done that one without realizing it. Yeah. And if you um, stick your tongue on the roof of your mouth Mm -hmm. and you're going to breathe in. And when you breathe out, you want to make a sound from the back of your throat. If you do yoga, you've probably done this sound. Uh, Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And And it's a release. Right. These points back here access your triple warmer, which is a Chinese um, um, energy system for fight or flight. 
So this calms the triple warmer down. Holding on to here helps with your vagus nerve. And then the toning, they call it, uh, also does the vagus nerve. So it's a triple shot. It does all three things at once. Interesting. I do that when I can't sleep. And if my husband hasn't come to bed yet, because if he's in bed, you don't want to be laying there going, ah. <laughs> honey, <laughs> very happy. <laughs> I think you need to go sleep in the other room. <laughs> be done with you. Stop yeah, it. stop it. You're not helping me. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of things that you can do to reset your nervous system and reset your body so that you don't have to carry on the way that you are. Excellent. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you, so you have your own private practice, right? I do. I do. So I tell us about that. I never thought I would be building a business. Um, my husband's getting ready to retire later this year. And I thought my limiting belief, I can't build a business. He's the businessman. He's president of a company. He's the businessman. What do I know about building a business? Well, it turns out I know, I know quite a bit. <laughs> But when this was handed to me and I saw the difference that it made and the fulfillment that I got out of helping people find freedom. Yeah. So there is a very fulfilling aspect to this. When I when somebody messages me and said, oh, Beth, I started my day today and it was going to be a horrible day. And I did what you told me to do. I tapped through it. I did some of this and I was able to handle all the things that came at me that day. And it was awesome. I'm like, yes. Yes, this yes. is, this is there's why nothing I'm better here. than seeing witnessing someone heal, whether you've helped them or not. There is nothing better, right? No. And even if I start them on the path and they go work with somebody else, that's great. As long as, and I'll steer them to other people. I'll steer them, steer them to other EFT practitioners because we all have a different flavor. Right. We all approach it slightly differently. Uh, last week, I went and worked with a cranial sacral therapist who does it with horses. Ooh. Oh, that was fun. Oh my gosh. This horse aced and cased me. She knew exactly what I needed. I'm like, Aww. how did you do that? Like, yeah, it, it was beautiful. So there are a lot of different things that you can apply in your healing journey if you think outside the box. Mm-hmm. And up until now, all that the system, the medical mm-hmm. system has to offer us is talk therapy and drugs. That's and it. Drugs, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. And that left out our bodies and our subconscious. And in their defense, yeah. they didn't know any better. Correct. Right. And yeah. now we're learning. You're right. We're learning. There are definitely other avenues other than taking medication or just talking about talking is good. And there are benefits to that, but it's, it's, I kind of call it one dimensional, right? It's kind of one dimensional is one of the things that you need. Sometimes you need a few things. And now that there's more opportunities out there for people to have ways of healing themselves other than taking medication. Cause I'm like you, I'm super sensitive. And then the whole, you know, opiate epidemic, yeah. it, anybody can get addicted and it's, Absolutely. it's horrible. I don't even want to go there right now, but it's really bad. And so it's, it's awesome that there's all these other ideas and they might sound weird, but they do work. I'm doing awesome. EMDR right now. And it's, awesome. it's kind of the, you know, the, you know what it is, but it's the eye movement stuff. And you think, Oh, that's kind of weird, but it works. Yes, it works. I, I have had such freedom in doing the EMDR and getting such a deeper healing and understanding that for me, it, it the healing came from understanding. I, it's given me understanding. It's really interesting. Yeah, for sure. The other modality I really like is from a woman named Donna Eden, and she's in California, not far from you. And she's Eden Energy Medicine. And I knew- 
as part of my healing journey, I wanted to see an energy medicine specialist, but I, I didn't know where there was one until I met this woman who also did the tuning forks. And I said, I want to come see you. And she, Donna Eden, as a young woman, was told to get her affairs in order. Her um, uh, MS was killing her. And she's like, I do not accept that. Medicine has nothing for me. She's 80 now. And as a 30-year-old woman, she healed herself using energy medicine techniques from her MS. And wow, walking billboard. Now she has developed a system where practitioners can be trained. And from the work that I did, that was another specialist that I work with, an energy specialist, and getting my energies to run the right way. Mm-hmm. Mine was all running homolaterally down each mm-hmm. side where it's supposed to run crosswise. And so she helped me get my energies running the way they're supposed to. She helped me reset my spleen. We're working on my liver. And I'm like, yes, there is so much out there that can help us if we have an open mind and try something completely different outside of the box. Right. And I think sometimes people get to a desperate mode, you know, and great, but it'd be nice not to get to that place. Right. And, and, and shorten the time of your suffering. Yep. For sure. Right. Stop suffering people. You don't have to, your subconscious will want you to stay in your suffering because for the subconscious familiarity is safety, right? It's why the, the woman, you know, that always picks the abusive men, because that's the familiar pattern that Mm -hmm. she knows. If she picks a guy who's not, she'll ruin it. She'll sabotage it. She'll leave him. She'll break up because that's not a pattern that her subconscious is familiar with. So your subconscious is going to say to you, oh, no, 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 no. You can't change. You can't do this. It's not safe. If you just persevere and push through and tell, tell your subconscious, it's okay. Mm -hmm. We can do this then you can go out into uncharted territory and heal. And we partner with your subconscious so that we give it what it needs as well. So it can calm down. Right, right. Yeah, do it afraid. If you have to do it afraid, do it afraid. What's it going to cost you, right? If it doesn't work, which we know it will. Okay, but we know it will. I give the first EFT session for free. I Yeah, I want people to reach out and just I give them a little taste, I get to know a bit of their story, they'll get to know a bit of mine. But the first session is free, so that they can see if we're a good fit, because not everybody's a good fit. And we both have the we both have the power to be able to say, yeah, I don't want to work with you for whatever reason. And you don't have to explain. It's fine. Just walk away. But then you get a little taste of energy psychology. Energy psychology is the umbrella underneath which all of these falls all of these techniques fall and you get a little taste of it. And I worked with somebody yesterday. I gave her a free session. It was the first time I messaged her and like, how are you doing? And she's like, I feel so relaxed. Like I just feel so different. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. May have been the first time she's ever relaxed, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So I'm like, Mm. yeah, this is why I do what I do. So if people are curious, they're welcome to reach out to book a free session. I love sharing what I do. So tell us how everybody can reach you. Uh, you can find me on the web at kamayacoaching.com, K-A-M-I-Y-A-H, coaching.com. And I'm sure you'll link in the show yes. notes. As well. Yes. Um, and there's a contact form on there, or you can reach me at kamaya.coaching at gmail.com. Shoot me a message. And I just love sharing what's possible. Well, you've obviously made a difference in your life, in your family's life, your loved ones, as well as many others. And I, I just, I commend you for that. That's wonderful. And thank you. Thank you again for coming on here and sharing. And, um, we will definitely put all your contact information in there so people can reach out to you and, 
and get better, right? Right. Thanks, Lisa. If they go onto my website, they'll see testimonials. And my favorite one is of my daughter. My daughter had terrible postpartum depression after her son was Mm. born. She couldn't connect with him. She was really struggling. And we did several sessions together and she she came out of her postpartum depression. She connected with her son. She's totally different. That is my greatest success story. And I believe oh. that I was led to all of this for my family and everybody oh, else can be a part of that as well. Absolutely. Cause I feel like, you know, my childhood is rough and I went through a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. If out of that, I can help somebody shorten yeah. their suffering and, and help them have a fulfilled life. Amen. It was worth it. It was worth it. You got it, Lisa. It was worth it for sure. Well, thank you so much again. And um, I would love to have you on again as a guest because this is oh. really great information and you're giving us tools. So for that sure. would be great. Oh, I'd love to come back, Lisa, anytime. <laughs>